Well, I have not heard back from Michael Pollan yet. I don't think I will. The more I think about it, the more I think he just made that up to fit his, uh, you know, grandiose narrative about the potential of psychedelics to save the world. So I stopped watching the series. <laughs> I've just lost interest in it. I mean, God. I thought I'd read Bill what Bill Wilson wrote about or said about uh, his experience in the hospital, and because uh, he expresses it so much better than I could. This is from an article. Hmm, thymindoman.com. Hmm. Oh, yeah, thy mind, oh man, I see. Thy mind, O M A N, one word. Uh, Bill Wilson's first vision account. My vision, my, my vision, my depression deepened unbearably, and finally it seemed to me as though I, I were at the bottom of the pit. I still gagged badly on the notion of a power greater than myself, but finally, just for the moment, the last vestige of my proud obstinacy was crushed. All at once I found myself crying out, If there is a God, let him show himself. I am ready to do anything, anything. Suddenly the room lit up with a great white light. I was caught up into an ecstasy which there are no words to describe. It seemed to me in the mind's eye that I was on a mountain and that a wind of not air but of spirit was blowing. And then it burst upon me that I was a free man. Slowly the ecstasy subsided. I lay on the bed, but now for a time I was in another world, a new world of consciousness, all about me and through me there was a wonderful presence, a feeling of presence, excuse me. And I thought to myself, so this is the God of the preachers. A great peace stole over me. And I thought, no matter how wrong things seem to be, they are still all right. Things are all right with God and his world. And here's another excerpt. How long I remained in this state, I just cannot say. And again, I have no words to describe what it is like at length. However, I found myself on the bed, but now I was in a new world, a world in which everything was right despite all the wrongs of the world I had uh, been living in. I felt myself filled with the consciousness of the present, of spirit, of God, a great peace stole over me, and there I lay and reveled in this new feeling of loving consciousness. At length I became truly frightened. I thought I was hallucinating, so I called Dr. Silkworth and told him the story as best I could. 
and said to him, Doctor, am I hallucinating? Have I gone crazy? He questioned me and, and at length said, No, Bill, you are not crazy. Some great psychic event has occurred. I can feel it, I can see it, but I can't define it. Whatever it is, it's much better than what had you only an hour ago. And you better hold on to what you have. So there you have it. It's true. And then Bill managed to, uh, let's see, it took him about a year to find Dr. Bob, which, let's see, let's, uh, that was in December 1934. He met Bob in 1935 in June, I think, and that was what we call the, found, uh, the beginning of Alcoholics Anonymous. So six months. And then within two years, Bill had written the big book. And I don't know anybody two years sober could write the big book <laughs> without some help. And I don't mean help from the guy next door or an editor in New York. I mean from above. This is Knox riding the wild bubble with you forever. <laughs> 